Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Hot Take Hot Box, Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. Before we get into it, I just wanted to give a shout out and a good luck to two of my uh, guys I've I've been had the privilege to technically train with now, but do a little jujitsu with, and two guys, you know, a guy I've been friends with for a while. Kenny Cockrell had him on the podcast. He's fighting this weekend, second amateur bout. Good luck, Kenny. And uh, Jay Ariza, also another Hassets guy, going up to Maverick, Maverick MMA Split Rock Casino Saturday night. If you want to watch it, check it out. It's going to be a great time. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching these guys chase their dreams and just uh, getting for- looking forward to seeing a good fight. So good luck, guys, and Welcome enjoy the Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Hello, hello. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast, coming to you fresh off of a UFC London that was actually quite entertaining and very riveting, as a word that we're going to use today. My name is Matt McSweeney. I'm joined by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today? Feeling good. Feeling like I just got fifty k. Uh, I didn't though, but almost everybody else from this weekend did. Yeah, you know, okay. the the Dana doesn't pay his fighters uh, crew was not happy about that. Um, you know, but also doesn't look good when Patty Pimlet's getting twelve and twelve uh, to fight in an arena that's chanting his name. But we'll get into all of it. Uh, we got UFC London to talk about. We will talk about Blades and Dawkins this weekend from Columbus. The fight nights in front of fans are back. So. Um, I no complaints for me. That's a, that's a fucking great development and changes the game when you have fans in the building, dude. Just makes the it, watching a fight way more exciting and riv, riveting. There you go, dude. There's a second riveting. Keep of, it up of the uh, of the podcast. Somebody has to make a count. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna try to say that's it. two so far. So all right, uh, let's just get right into it, man. Let's uh, let's jump into Aspinall Volkov. Uh, we talked about it here on the podcast. It kind of was. More, do- way more dominant than I guess even either, either me or you would have thought, right? I mean, it, it was like it, it, as soon as the fight started, it just seemed like Volkov had no business being in there with him. I don't know if it was, you know, it just wasn't his night, or if it would have gone differently if they fought ten times, you know. But it just seemed like Aspinall had him in every aspect of the fight, stand up or you know, and the ground game was even like we haven't really seen Aspinall go to the ground like that. He he just dominated them and easy uh, inside the distance for us. The, you know, and Aspinall just winning the fight overall. It was, it was a, uh, you know, we, we we cashed it out, dude. Easy work. Um, it was kind of cr- crazy. I got him in a straight arm. I haven't seen I haven't seen a straight arm lock in a long fucking time. And for that to happen to Volkov <coughs> is telling because, I mean, look at some of the, you know, some of the shit he's done, some of the, some of the stuff he's pulled off. Um, so to see that fucking – I, Aspinall might be the truth, man. I, I'd like to see him go further, but like if he's just going to keep, you know, getting first round finishes, you know, like Arlovsky doesn't get choked out much. Uh, Volkov doesn't get, you know, doesn't tap out that much. Like Spivak even is isn't that bad. So like, yeah, you know, I don't. You're making I don't know it look easy next. against guys like 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 even Spivak. Like Spivak just worked Greg Hardy over. Like we're not saying Greg Hardy stinks, right? Like we're, we're, right. we can all admit that, but it's like. Volkov couldn't finish him, you know. Like he, it's not like it's the easiest thing in the world, and he's making it look easy against guys who make it look easy against other people. So smoked, smoked our boy Vandera. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know, that's that's a different <laughs> uh, category there. But I mean, 
Dude, what what do you do? Like Aspinall is kind of in a tied to Ivasa uh, meteoric rise situation in the heavyweight because the heavyweight when you, the higher you get in those weight classes, the easier it is to make a jump and make a push. I would say right because there's not much holding you back. There's not really a uh, deep wealth of talent. Aspinall jumped five spots. He's a, he, now he's number six in, in the rankings. Uh, what do you? What, I mean, could you see him? I mean, I don't know what you could see next for him. Like he, he could fight a gone. He could fight like if, if that's what they want to do. I think he's one, one away from the title shot. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't take much, especially now. I mean, he's on a he's on a heater right now. Uh, and everybody else is, you know, besides uh besides Toy Voss and Francis, everybody has lost recently. So, you know, Stipe's gone. John's not there. So it, it's a weird. It's just a weird division, and it always has been. I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. It's just it's like a polarizing division full of like just. It's tough for the big guys, dude. Interesting people. It's just a weird division. I don't know. Um, I think I think maybe you give him like, what if Blades wins? You know, convincingly against Dawkins. I think nice. he will. Um, like seeing Aspinall against Blades would be awesome because Aspinall is quick. He hits hard. Blades is quick and hits hard. He's just you know. He's he's just a little dumb sometimes, which I, th- I think I feel like he lets people get to him. Aspinall, uh, Derek Lewis, or is Lo- or we just oh, yeah, and the Lewis uh, is cooked, uh, I'm good. I'm good on Derek Lewis like forever, but uh, I, could, I I would love to see Aspinall Toy Vasa, but <clears throat> that was awesome. That, that was a great call out. I, everyone would love to see that. There's no would, no one that would in, say no to that. But. That'd be insane. So either him or Blaze, I think would be sick. Yeah, and, and you know, like Aspinall just looked—he just looked incredible. It just it, it far exceeded any expectation that anyone could have set before that fight. And it's just now you want to see him fight again. You got to—it's—he's got to take another step up next time. You know, it's got—we got to see him against—I don't know. You know, so it's like it, he's in that top five, top ten. It has to be a top ten guy next time. Let's—I'm yeah. uh, looking forward to it. How about this man, Arnold Allen, just melted Dan Hooker. I mean, went in there and threw <laughs> nuclear bombs at him the, from the very onset of the fight, and even after getting dropped. Yeah, exactly. Like, cause he he just threw caution to the wind and went to war. It was not that was the crazy. fight I thought it was going to be or <laughs> yeah. had projected going into it. But hey, man, <sighs> wins a win, and he it was a dominant win. Dan Hooker, not 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 a good scene for Dan Hooker, uh, who yeah made the forty five cut and everything. It just did not look good for him. What, uh, I what thought he looked good it? though. He did like, look good. I, I, like that's the, that's the thing. Like I thought he still looked good, and it, that sucks. That's like, the, you know, he gets fucked up. He takes more punishment after that cut. I think the cut's fine. It seemed like the weight cut was fine. You know what do I know? But I, he didn't look bad on the scales. Um, everything that I heard seemed like he was fine, and he had you know everything went as planned. Um, I, I, I'd still like to see him get in there again. You know, at one forty-five. Um, that sucks, man. Yeah, it's just I, you know because like, you he he did already retire, and I feel like he's had one foot out the door for for a little bit now. So it's like you know once that happens, he's pretty much you know you put him in there with like Shane Burgos or Barbosa, and he's like not in in the right state of mind or Josh Emmett. He's he's not gonna he's going to sleep. At, yeah, it's not gonna be going. I'm sure they won't wouldn't do that. You know, he's more of the Sadiq Yusuf, uh, Hakeem Dawadu, Laro Murphy. That area of uh, 145, I think, but I mean, I mean you know, Arnold Allen's a killer, though. So, like, that's the thing. I it's kind of do you the, give that, uh, God. Do you give that to Dan Hooker? Like, do you give him somebody lower? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he would take. I don't know what you want to give him. Well, you know, like. it's kind of in the Nazrat Hakbaras situation of 55. Like, that's where he should be fighting right now. It's not. Yeah. I don't know if he's at that 
like high level of the weight class. If you look at 45, you look at the rankings, the bottom half of it, yeah, like Barbosa, Youssef, Burgos, those are the guys I want to see him in there with. I don't, I don't want to – I don't want – yeah, like Josh Emmett. I don't want Korean Zombie, Yair. You know, I don't, I don't want to see that yet. He's got to get a, a win under his – if that's the plan to stay there. And I, I did like uh, Dana White being like basically he can do whatever he wants. Like he still has all the faith in the world in Dan Hooker. But, yeah, I just think – I would still like to see a drop in competition. That, that's yeah, just, that's uh, just me personally, though, because the 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 numbers aren't going his way right now. Like he's trending in the wrong direction. There's a lot of red as opposed to green on his list. You know, Arnold Allen and Islam. So for a can't, five, I'm man. not going to hold that against you if you lose. And like if you look at those those four or five, it's Arnold Allen, Islam Makachev, it's Michael Chandler and Dustin Poirier. So these are all like. Yeah, top five guys in their in their weight class, some of the best in the world. So you know, not not the greatest thing in the world, but also I'm just not like, oh, he's dead, he sucks. Like that's that probably was... lost the Felder fight, but yeah, yeah, you, you could argue that too because you know I, I thought so too, honestly. And then and then uh, Felder won the Barbosa fight, and I didn't think he won that fight. So yeah. was... and then he gets a split like the split decision against Hardy. Felder just get, gets himself involved. I, miss Paul. I do, man. I loved watching him fight. Uh, how about? How about your boy, man? The Scouser, dude. P- Patty Pimlet uh, gets rocked gross. again to start the fight. Yeah, fucking unbelievable. It went exactly how you said, though. You you, box. you did predict it, though. Even though you hated it, you did say he would submit him probably so, in the first what's round. Funny is, what's funny is this absolute moron went to the ground with him. Yeah. Yeah, it was what a uh, Jamal Hill situation where you're like, oh, my God, oh, get up, get up, uh, get up, get up, get up. And he just was like, nah, I'm good here. Like, come on, bro. It was easy from there. Uh, you know, he went. He went right through. I mean, good good on him. Honestly, I I think Patty by sub or like a first round sub was such a fucking easy bet or first round finish. He called it, dude. Yeah, I think he, he was. It was just this dude is just nuts of Kazula Vargas, but he's also very just no technique and no no give no no pushback. Uh, you can kind of just do what you want as, as long as you're talented. Patty Pimple's fucking talented. I you know I hate to say it, but he really is. I just I, I think his defense is a fucking issue. Not good. I know. I know he, he like talks about it. he's like yeah yeah like you know you you can't kill me it's like listen I get it, it you come it's, close it's, to dying a couple times dude like Kazula Vargas and Luigi Vendramini are not the fucking killers you know these, these are not guys that you you should be talking about like yeah I can take punches from them um, you know like if they're not going to do it obviously they're going to protect him but if they he fought Ilya Tapori and he ate one right hook he'd, he'd go to sleep I wish we could put him uh, in there with Guido Canetti dude. Yeah, they might do that. Guido, sorry, Guido Canetti, as they say on the uh, broadcast. Yeah. Well, we can call him Guido, or maybe yeah. we can't. No, nah, well, we maybe that's offensive. That's what I'm saying. You know, so <laughs> uh, um, what do you want to see next for Patty? Like, I saw a couple people trying to put him up there against McKinney and stuff like that. Like, that would be fun. But God, please give him like. Uh, I really, I really hope he would get. To, I think him and Ilya would be a good fight. It would. I, I, I don't think they're going to do die. that. He though. would die. Yeah, they're not. He, he already's pretty much saying, yeah, I'm not going to fight him. Like. Well, listen, yeah. if I'm getting paid $12,000, I don't know if I want to get in there with Ilya Taporia either, dude. Uh, right. Fair. But, like, you know, when he got that contract, um, you know. He's going to do the O'Malley thing. He's going to – it's going to kind of like uh, – this isn't a nice way to say this, but sandbag a little bit and, like, fight a, a couple of these kind of tin cans. And yeah. he's going to get, you know, get the hype. It's always going to be a big deal when he fights. It's like, yo, this is awesome. Like – Look, he knocked out fucking Chris Moutinho. Look, he knocked out Thomas Almeida. You know, it's going to be like guys like that who like kind of have a name, but not really. 
and for for yeah. a little bit here, at least until the UFC probably bumps them up. But you know, they're, they're they should be bumping up O'Malley soon. O'Malley should be <laughs> fighting somebody soon. You know, but it's like, how many of these fights are we gonna do before we're like, I've had enough? Pimlet's not there yet. Like maybe one more of these where you're like, all right, dude, like enough's enough. Like we need to step up in competition. But yeah, I would be surprised if Jai Herbert was his uh, next opponent. Yeah, to be uh, honest. I hope not. I hope not for Jai Herbert's sake. The whole London, the whole England thing. I can see it. Or Mark DeCassie if he wins or loses. Yeah, either <laughs> Actually, way. Actually, the loser's probably cut. DeCassie has um, pissed me off to no end. We'll get, we'll get to him we'll soon. I, I, have some, I have some thoughts there. Um, Let's, yeah, I don't know what I like for Patty. Maybe I, I would <laughs> I would love to see him against Jalen Turner, but they're, again, they're going to Matt Frivola? Yeah, the but I mean. Steam roller? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't you know, really move me. That's Maybe Nazrat. No one he fights is gonna like get you going because it's not gonna be like they're not gonna do we'll that. Give yet. Him, like Mike Davis or Mason Jones probably because Patty Mason Pimlet Jones would be bad. Is not a bum though. Like he was the Cage Warriors like champ. Like he should be like kind of advanced <laughs> already in his uh, like. No, he's eighteen three competition. You know what I mean? Like had yeah, a bunch of fights. That's what I'm saying. Like he's not like a young like prospect. Like it's supposed to like he's supposed to be like kind of already halfway there at least. Like kind of ready made. Yeah. Feed him Dan Hooker. You know, kind of like. like, kinda like yeah, jeez, um, I'd be down for that. I'd be like, it's kind of like how Connor when Connor got to the UFC. When Connor got to the UFC, he was he was pretty he was pretty ready. I would say, you know, like yeah. And, I mean, yeah, like same deal though. Like he was like the dual weight like champion yeah. in his in his promotion, the fucking cage warrior. So it's like, yeah, like you you Austin <clears> you fought some of the best in the world. Oh, here we go, Austin Hubbard, dude. That's what you want to say? No, but that's who they're gonna give it to him. Give him Joe Selecki, dude. Oh, I don't, don't want. I don't want to do that for the brand, but uh, that's not good for the hot box because that's two of my favorites. But I'd have to root for Joe Selecki, but I, I don't. Uh, good. Fuck Patty. Yeah, uh, fuck Patty at that point. But I don't want to do that. Let's not do that to my two of my favorites. Uh, so let's keep it moving. Gunnar Nelson, Gunnar, uh, and another boring ass fight. To be honest, uh, let's not let's not sugarcoat it. He just couldn't get Sato. Just basically decided I'm not going to get subbed. And Gunner just stood with him for way too long, and then even took him down with like four minutes in the third round or three minutes in the third round, and just couldn't. He he just couldn't finish him. And I, I had the submission. Obviously, it was like a, this was the automatic like what was supposed to happen, but definitely thought he should have subbed him. He had his back for large portions of this fight, and he just couldn't couldn't get it done. Yeah, I didn't watch much, but whenever anytime I uh, you didn't saw miss it, much. Like- at his back, or he was just on the ground with him. 30-26 yep. across sounds, the board. Sounds about right for Gunnar Nelson. Molly McCann, highlight reel fucking knockout, carries the belt Nuts. into the uh, octagon afterwards. It was a crazy very, scene. Very Luana Carolina, she was beating Luana's ass, man. That, that was uh, that was a quite a performance for Molly McCann. And then when we were talking about it here, we never thought like, oh yeah, K, like TKO KO was... Uh, you know, the bed of the night, you know, but it was a fucking crazy out of nowhere spinning back elbow put her to sleep, dude. I, uh, <laughs> not proud to admit that I put a last second bet on Luana Carolina yep. money line. I thought about did not, uh, did not, did not go as planned. She, uh, she just lets people hit her and she's just, she's terrible. She's so fucking Does bad. not take the punch well. Good she's, lord. She yeah. could have easily, it's funny because I thought she won the second and she could have won the third, but then she just stopped. I don't know. She sucks, but Molly McCann, uh, I was that was awesome. I was very electric. Um, afterwards, I was so I was just so bad. It made me want her to get like cut and knocked out, and then cut and then knocked out. Oh, I don't be doing that. Come on, don't That's be hating. So, I mean, who? First off, whose belt? Who? Who? Wh- whose belt is this? Like, what did somebody buy online? Probably. 
Someone just why had she, it in, in, in the Why uh, does she carry it around the entire time? I just want to know, like, if, if oh you're a fan, God. why you would buy the belt and then bring it to the arena to why, like, that that's just a different level. Uh, hey, man, by all means, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, Molly McCam, great win. Ilya Taporia, rough start. R- rough start, dude. This guy was fucking hurt. Hurt bad by Jai Herbert. It was just not a good look for the brand, but he puts him into the into the shadow realm in the second round with that nuclear right hand that just Jai Herbert was sleeping before he hit the ground. Uh, what a, what a win for Elliot Zapori. What a comeback because he he was bleeding. He was he was hurt. He was on the ground like it was not looking good there for. I was like, oh my god, I cannot believe this is going to happen. But he got it done. Our, our, I can't believe Elliot Tapuri inside the, inside the first two unbelievable. He was split open like oh my God. we cashed our inside the first two rounds bet, but I mean it didn't pay. I think it was like minus one ninety or something like that, but it didn't pay much. But it was my bet of the night. Didn't have round one. Nope. Fucking dumb. But yeah, that's you know he does get hit a little bit, um, but he has a fucking shin, man. He's tough. And Herbert's uh, long, man. Yeah, Herbert can Herbert can can crack. The problem is he, you know, cannot be the black cracking. country, the black country banger. He, uh, yeah, he he gets he gets cracked. <laughs> Trinaldo, you know, when he hit him with that overhand left, he fucking he sent him out. Um, Stop the fight! Ilya Taporia has put three people in a row on a fucking poster. Yeah, uh, I have a picture of him. You know, I think it's him walking away from uh, Ryan Hall's dead body. Perfect picture. Uh, I have a picture of Jai Herbert in in this crazy pose, and I don't think I have a picture of Damon Jackson. But I went and rewatched the fight, and when he got knocked out, he was just like the look in his face and his eyes was just it was he was just gone. Not in this realm at all. Um, he's fucking dangerous, man. He's literally one of my favorite fighters. Might be my favorite prospect in the UFC. He's twenty five. He doesn't turn twenty six until fucking next January. Uh, so. You know he's he's got he's he's still got a lot of learning to do, but he's also like, you know, he's raw, but he's also very advanced. I mean, he has some serious speed, serious power. His ground game is is really is really honestly where his bread's buttered. But he just, you know, obviously loves his hands. He loves violence. He's an angry fellow. Clearly, you know, the Spaniards are quite angry people, and I think Georgians are too. So when you're both, uh, yeah, and he was born in Germany, they're also some angry people. So I feel like there's just a lot going on. In this fellow's body and his blood in his bloodstream, I'm fucking all for it. His chest tat is sick. Uh, the way he fights, his nickname, handsome fella. Give him the fucking belt. He's taking 155 over by storm. El Matador, dude. He, El Matador. Uh, he listen. I would love to see him fight Pimlet. Like I told you, they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. Obviously, because they don't like to kill off prospects like that. Like well, kind of in like deathmatch situation, but. It would be a great fight. It's kind of got it built in, but they UFC kind of likes to sit on those for a while just in case they need to go back to them. Um, yeah, Tapori against anybody is a fun night. Kind of the same way Pimlet against anybody is going to be a fun night either way. So, two so guys. I see the rankings. Is he? He's not in the fifty-five rankings, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no, like, and I don't know if that's what they're going to do because Pimlet's not going to forty-five. So it's it's going to be if he wants to stay at fifty-five and do this thing. I don't think he wants to though. I think he wants to go back to forty-five. Yeah, but I think we'll he should. Say. I think he should. Honestly, I mean, he's short. I think his his uh, maximum potential is at one forty five. Yeah, uh, one fifty five is is uh, <laughs> it's a dangerous place. He might not man. be like, big enough for that. Unfortunately, That's, I don't. I don't know, think like, he is. I, like I. I think he has a good. 
I think he can take shots like that. That head kick would put a lot of people to sleep. No doubt. That was just timed perfectly with the, the just the perfect amount of torque and everything. Jai um, Herbert looked good, dude. I want to just say that. He did. Though, like, he did. While he did. we're here. Um, yeah, he did until he didn't. Uh, yeah, you know, shit no, happens. I mean, no. That, that, that would have knocked a fucking large horse out if he hit him with that. Yeah, thing, dude. literally. Um, but the problem is Tapori is a small horse, so. It's true. Uh, but, like, you know, if he fought some of these guys up in, up at the top of the weight class at 155 and he ate some of the shots he ate, ate uh, it wouldn't go well for him. So I, I really like him at 145, and I think he, I, I don't know. I don't know what he wants. You know, I think he just wants violence. So just that's all we want. That's all, that's all we're going to get. All right, for two. I, I was already. I was looking at the rankings and already matchmaking for Tapori at forty-five right there. Let's. Uh, who, who we got? I want him in there, like with Bryce Mitchell, dude. That that'd like, be sick. That's what I'm fucking saying, man. Like because that's his. Because people are thinking, oh, they're just gonna stand, but like five imagine, rounds. Imagine the scrambles. You oh know, my that would god! Happen. And like, can like could Bryce Mitchell hold him down? You know, like that's like the shit that I want to know. Like Barbosa, I want to see him fight Barbosa at forty-five, and like, let's see, like, can. It, because he was getting cracked by, you know, I mean, but I think he would put Barbosa in orbit again. I, I just don't think there's anyone that could really take, could, can he make food? There's a lot, like, of mystery around Taporia that yeah. I just want to, <laughs> I want to find out, you know. Ranking MMA, one of my favorite sites, has him uh, 17, uh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah? No, I can't. I'm not good with numbers. 23rd at 155. Okay. Uh, just because that's where he's fought recently, so that's where they assume he's going to keep, you know, continue yeah. fight. Uh, what, what if they gave him a Spaniard matchup? Ilya Tapori and Joel Alvarez. He'd kill. What do you think about that? He'd kill Joel Alvarez. You think so? Yeah. I mean, Joel Alvarez's takedown defense is quite literally 0%. Not good, not good. Like, I, I, it's I'm literally down 0%. I'm after last, uh, last performance, but Sarukian's no joke, so I don't like, you know, it's just tough, though. When I last time was, I saw you out there, you were bad, leaking all over of... the octagon. It's not good. <laughs> That's a really bad impression to leave on somebody when you're, the entire blood of your inside of your body is now outside of your body. So this was the first one that we were like wrong. We were wrong on. We or at least I was. Uh, I think you were too. Uh, I think we were right. I wish I, thought, right I. I shouldn't have been. I know. I'm such a dumb Looking idiot. now, it's like yeah, this makes sense, of course. But Mister Finland, Makwan Mar- Amir Khani, dude. The Amir Kanda. Yeah, the Anaconda choke on Mike Mike Grundy in the first minute, fifty-seven seconds. He had it, and immediately, as soon as the fight started, he kind of not like rocked. I mean, not really rocked Amir Khan, but like landed some shots and then shot in for a takedown. And uh, it, was, it was party over geez. as soon as he, he they fought for a little bit trying to get like control, but Grundy at one point moved himself even deeper into the that choke. Was, that was bad. And it was just you know it was party over. I kind of felt bad sleep. for him. Yeah, it was just kind of like you make like we said though you make one mistake and it's over. You know, like it's kind of had his head on the outside, like just not a good takedown, kind of like a panic takedown. He paid the price, dude. Man, good for good for Mister Finland, man. Getting a nice fifty thousand, dude. And- I mean, listen, you gotta, you should have figured like his last two wins were both anaconda jokes against yeah. Danny Henry and uh, Mister Fish. What the fuck's his name? Mister Fish, the Fish Gold, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Fish Gold. Yep. Um, and you know, even before that, that's, that's that that's his thing. Um, I don't know what Mike Grundy was thinking. I don't know what he was doing. I don't know. Panic. Um, I don't think he was thinking. You know, obviously, that's three L's would- in a row. And like, honestly, there's just a couple things he could have did differently in all of them. Like, yeah. I don't think he should be uh, 15 and 0, um, but he could be, uh, or at least 14 and 1. You know, I think Evelo have kind of dominated him, if I remember. But he could have beat Lando Venata. He could have beat Amir Khani. You know, but also his best one was Nad Niramani, who uh, you know, I believe is selling uh, tomatoes somewhere. Oh, boy. So it's like. 
you know, I don't know what to think of Mr. Michael, uh, Mr. Michael Grundy. He's 35. So, you it's know, not, it's not got, looking good for him, dude. We don't got much, uh, we don't got much time here, Mr. Uh, Mr. Grund, Grundle. Talk about it. So, a, um, talk about a guy who, uh, yeah, like kind of got a late start on the uh, whole, on the whole MMA thing. Um, Mike Grundy is not even break, like kind of looked at as like a prospect and he's 30. Like that's kind of like Marco Madsen's like 55 years old. And it's like still, yeah, like he might be older. Yeah, he might be. It's very possible that he is. (laughs) Um, Sergei Pavlovich with a, with coming out looking like Drago hasn't fought in like four, four years. Right. Speaking of 29 years old, Shamil Abdurrahmanov is just turned a hundred after the fight. Um, (laughs) From, from the Republic of Dagestan. He's still a ranked uh, UFC heavyweight, which is that's so sad. unbelievable. But he gets put to sleep in, in a, in a uh, massive, massive uppercut, and it was kind that of... Was br- that was rough. It was, it was kind of uh, element... Or what is it? Uh, whatever the word is I'm looking for. Riveting. No, I'm just, I had to sneak that in no, there. No, that's number but, three. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was an easy performance. Uh, kind of just ma- made it look easy. He just way bigger than Abdul Rachmanov, but, you know, it's kind of like, okay... I don't really have much to say other than like, okay, good for you, dude. Like, are you gonna fight again? You know, like, are we gonna see you? No. <laughs> are you taking another? Uh, yeah, you're gonna take six years? years off again. So, like, let's see. Pavlovich is good, but I just, I, you does nothing for me when you beat uh, Shamil Abdurakhmanov. So, yeah, we'll give him a, you know, maybe we'll throw him in there against uh, that fucking uh, Arlovsky. That's what I meant to say. There you go. Now, that would, that wouldn't do much for me either if he puts him to sleep, but. Yeah, Sergey Pavlovich well, is not a young gentleman either. No, he's is twenty nine. Oh my god! Yeah, he just looks like he's a hundred years old in there, dude. Holy shit! I know he's that young. He's not that young. They're he's lying. Not. They're lying. No, all right, I, all right. Yeah, I forgot he's from on. Russia. They're lying. Uh, how about this, dude? How about the cash cow coming in big time for us? Huge. Paul Craig submission plus three fifty. We told you on here. We told, we told you. We gave this. We gave this out as a. Fucking straight up hammer it. Yeah, we were just like, no, don't even bet Paul Craig like the the money line. Like the, it's a waste no, of your no. money. This this was the one time where I'm like, yeah, no, no, we're riding the submission. And I'll tell you what, did not look good for portions of this fight. He was getting his <laughs> head bounced off the canvas like a ba- like a basketball. But this that's Paul Craig though, dude. How many times have we bet against Paul Craig where he did that exact performance? How about in Kennedy and Juku? He was getting his ass beat for like 13 minutes of that fight, if I remember correctly, in Philly. Ankalaev. Yeah, same deal. He just throws it up out of nowhere. If you want to play in his guard, you're going to pay the price. And if you let him get on top, party over. Like he, his ground game for guys that are up at that weight class, it's no, it is no joke at all, man. He um he beat a fellow Marcin Lazarus, a scary Polish gentleman, with a similar triangle. Um, that's his thing. Not not just his thing, but that's that's, that's what he does. Uh, he dude, the way he locked it in was like. Just fucking poetry. Yep. Uh, Krylov, I don't know what – that defense. Like I said, man, he has a lot of submission losses, and, you know, his defense is not great. If you don't have good defense and you're, you know, in the mix with Paul Craig, that's very – you're just – you're literally begging. Yeah. No, you're just – yeah. God. Got his wish. No, it's like, yeah, you just – like, we kind of talked about it, man. We talk about that all the time in here. <laughs> know your weapons. Know your strengths. Know where you shouldn't be, and – it's the same shit we got mad at. Uh, what's his name for? Uh, Jamal Hill when in the, in the mm-hmm. fight. It's like get up, dude. You don't like. Yeah, you can probably stay here for a little bit. You can hold your own. You can you know get some ground pound off like your. De- but you're just opening him up to fucking. 
just do shit like that. Like he just pulled his arm in and threw that triangle up so quick that there's nothing he could do. That fight was over like that, like the snap of a fucking finger. And man, good for Paul Craig. It was a that was a huge win for him. I don't know what they're gonna do next. He's calling out Ankalaev and you know just anyone who will fucking he can get his his name uh, behind uh, Dominic. I, Ray. Wonder, I wonder if Dominic Reyes is ever gonna fight again. But oh man, who did you want to say? I want to run back with Hill. Yeah, that would be. I I don't know if Hill wants to do that necessarily. I mean, he, I'll stop it. No, but I'm just saying, like, if Paul Craig gets him Get on the ground, there. it's going to be the same shit again, dude. Run it back with Kennedy. Oh God, is Kennedy ranked yet? That'll be a disgusting day when that happens. Uh, no, Kennedy just lost again. So, uh, Anthony Smith, that's another guy who you could see him fighting either one of those two. Just uh, that'd be good. He's kind of going to be that, like we said, that gatekeeper uh, sort of guy. But let's. Uh, Let's keep it moving. Uh, good win for Paul Craig. Jack Shore with a uh, you know tough decision against Timur Valiev, but I don't have much to say here other than it was just a tough fight. Yeah, it was back um, and forth. No robbery here. Jack Shore did did enough, but it was uh, you know Timur Valiev's good. It was kind of a guy where a uh, fight where not neither one stock went down. It was just uh, I believe I believe Jack, Shore, Jack was Shore was the underdog. Yeah. Yes. Or no. Yes. Not by much though. It was like it was right down the middle. It was like my, I think he was minus one hundred five, like something like I, that, where it was. I don't think he's. Um, I don't know if if he's necessarily going to be a you know a top five guy, but yeah. I like him. I, I'm, I like him. You know, I, there's there's much worse at 135. Like you know, Valley is okay, but people hype him up, and you know they hyped him up before. You know, they got the Russian the Russia flag, and they have the EF in their name, and they get hype. I think I, I thought he was for sure better than Valiev, and he proved it. So I, I like Jack Shore, honestly. Um, I'm, I ever since he got into the UFC, oddly enough, I don't know why. I like his name. I thought his name was cool. He looked. He doesn't. He didn't seem like one of those. Um, one of those douches from over there. The Welsh people seem kind of cool. Five zero in the UFC. Uh, doesn't have any like crazy wins, but um, yeah. You know, throw him in there with like Sugar Sean, maybe. Or I was going to say that someone like that. That would be Ricky nice. Simone. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. See, you know, test, test, see what he, uh, see what he's got. Test his limits. Maybe with somebody better on the ground, like Ricky Simone. So uh, forced to stand up, Kyler Phillips. Yeah, Ricky Simone's 12, O'Malley's 13. If you want to put Marlon Moraes to bed one more time, you could have him fight him. Yeah. Frankie Edgar's still there, you know, so it's like you could do that if you want to have him jump up into the top 15, but let's uh, – He's still young, I think. I think he's only like 26 or 27. Jack Shore is not an old gentleman. He's 27. So, yeah, he's definitely yeah. still – he's on that upward tra- uh, tra- trajectory. Uh, let's – at least Reed, dude, coming out with the uh, – the taekwondo, like, side karate stance the whole fight and just dominates Corey McKenna. Split decision, which I did not agree with, but, you know. Did you think McKenna won? Uh, no. No, I thought no, at least Reed won. It was easy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to – I promised myself. So I bet on Corey McKenna way more than I should have. Yeah. Just rookie move. At least Reed looked good. Um, I know we hated on her before this, but, like, she – she Stop. Looked, no, she didn't. No, I don't want to hear it. Stop. Nope. She looked way nope. better than the last time where she was getting absolutely smashed. I just want to say, at least Reed, I, you, I'm paying attention now. All right, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. All right, run Corey back McKenna with Hillary Rose. Look good. See what happens. Give her Jasmine Jaws the Vicious or whatever the fuck her name is again. Oh, God, don't do that. Um, I promised myself I wouldn't watch this fight just because I bet on it, and I didn't watch it. And I'm not going to ever watch it ever again. It's gonna. I'm going to pretend it didn't happen. I don't blame you. Uh, I'm here to give the uh, breakdowns on the uh, <laughs> fights like that, the hard-hitting shit. But, no, nah, it was a good fight. It was just uh, McKenna, like, waited too long to each time to go to the ground. Like, she wasn't winning the uh, stand-up exchanges. 
Elise was able to like keep her off of her and counter punch her and was just much quicker than her. And McKenna, like then when she would get it to the ground, she would do some stuff, but it was like not it never was enough in my mind. And I was like, we're gonna lose this fight. Like it was kind of just a a foregone conclusion by the end. But I can't believe a split decision was the thing. But you, you know, it's not surprising. Mukayev, Muhammad Mukayev takes out Corey Durden inside a minute. What did, did you see this one? Yeah, yeah, quick, quick ass quick, guillotine, flying knee, catches him in the guillotine. One, two, three, WWE champion. <laughs> that was just he's, a uh, that he's he's nice. I just we're gonna see more. Cody Durden, it doesn't do much for it. No, but he's legit. Dude. He's only twenty one. Like, oh yeah, he's he, legit, and he's got like a crazy amount of experience in the amateur scene and whatnot. So it's like I want to see. Let's see what's next. You know, like I, he's I think, a guy um, where eyes wide open. I, I'm scared of him. I think this kid has the goods. To be honest, I think he's got the goods. I think so too. Um, he has all the skills. 125 isn't, like, you know, too deep. He doesn't have to do too much. Um, where, where do I even – they can fast-track him. I don't think they want to because, obviously, you know, he's 21. I think he honestly – I think he is the youngest fighter on the roster, I believe, because I don't think there's anybody younger than 21. Um, I could see them putting him in there with, like, Mr. Uh, Mr. Olin Beckoff oh. or Tim Elliott. Maybe not Tim, Tim Elliott. Jeff Molina. That would be kind of cool. Somebody, it's going to be somebody like I think they're going to have a couple of these. It's going to be a similar Patty Pimlet uh, situation like where they just they, one of those uh, they contender work series up. guys. Yeah, exactly. Where he just slaughters a few dudes, and it's like, oh, okay, now it's time for a Tim Elliott or like a test. You know, that's that won't look like a test to him, but yeah, give him test from WWE. Yeah, rest in peace. Oh uh, wait, RIP. Uh, yeah, rest Shit, in never peace. mind. Yeah, never mind. It won't won't be a good match up there. Uh, <laughs> so that, that was uh, UFC London. They gave out. Uh, bonuses to everyone that had a finish on the card. So that would be Tom Aspinall, Arnold Allen, Patty Pimlet, Molly McCann, Ilya Taporia, Mr. Finland, Sergey Pavlovich, Paul Craig, and Muhammad Mukayev. So congratulations uh, to them all getting 50 Gs. And none for Gunnar Nelson. None for Gunnar Nelson for for that uh, performance where we just don't or, want to see him fight again. And he's gonna fight again. <laughs> or poor Jack Shore. Here's the only other guy. Poor guy. Or Elise Reed, but she, you know, obviously. All right. I think on. we we, we what Take we all deserve fifty k for that. All right. Uh, anyway. So let's keep it moving. Uh, let's move right into this week's card: UFC Columbus. Chris Blaze. Also, wait, so real quick. John Gooden, very underrated. Big awesome. fan of John Gooden. He was awesome this weekend, man. He, he really he, was. He's really good. Him, Felder, and Bisping is a fucking good trio, especially for like early cards or like London card. Obviously, awesome. I. Uh, I I thoroughly and that's why I said to my dad I was like I th- like when I was talking about the fights I thoroughly enjoyed this card very rarely do you leave like a fight night or something like that where you're like wow that was awesome you know like that was the crowd was fucking yeah everything bonkers. about it and it was like the fights all delivered like for the most part like there was only even the decision ones were pretty good but like this the, there was like decisive finishes in almost all of those fights uh, it's. Just a great, it was a great card, right? And like you said, Dana was having a fucking great time. It was awesome. His voice was shot. It was a great, great, great night. <laughs> Dana was getting fucking trashed. Uh, Good for him. So, Chris Dawkins, Kyle Blades, or Kyle Blades, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Chris Dawkins, Curtis Blades, fighting from the Nationwide Arena in Columbus, Ohio. This was supposed to be, uh, what, 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 Blahovich and Rockich, I believe. Is that what that was? I think so. This was the original original uh, fight, and then they moved these guys to this. 
and which no one was really excited about to be honest when you yeah. heard this main event i'm just being honest it's no no one really wants to no one was clamoring for this fight but kind of intriguing i don't i don't know if you're, i'm gonna bet this I, I would just i would just tell you i probably would bet chris Dawkins for fun and nothing serious just to have something to root for and because I, I don't feel confident it would probably be if i had to guess blades if i was, was going to take it blades decision hmm what what would that be? Um, by decision minus two, f- no plus two fifty. I'm sorry, plus two fifty for Wade's uh, blades by this uh, decision. That would you think you could submit him? Probably. Yeah, I think you can ground and pound him. I think you can. I can. I think you can. Um, blades to win by Chris TKO Dawkins. is minus one ten. So yeah, that's what the that's what the odds makers say. I think you can finish him out every once. Honestly, um, he does have to watch himself standing up. Um, he he can crack, man. Like you know, we've seen what he what he's. Do- <laughs> what he's done standing up, but like <laughs> he's he's taking some bad shots, like some yeah. bad knockouts, man. And 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 Dawkins hits hard. It's all you need in heavyweights to hit hard. And honestly, sometimes you don't even need to hit hard. <laughs> but you know, him hitting hard mixed with Blades' suspect chin, uh, you know, that could be night night. I just the problem like is this. I think I think he takes down Dawkins fucking like as soon as the fight starts and then either ground and pound or submits him. Um, Doc is, you know, he's okay. He's okay. You know, you can do much worse at heavyweight. I mean, look at, you know, the guys he's fought. They're all much worse. Um, besides Derek Lewis, but that was a, that was a huge step up and you know, he got knocked out. What are you going to do? Derek Lewis has knocked out many people. So including Curtis blades, you know, for, to see Doc you know, where he is now, it's, it's crazy. He's headlining, uh, a fight night. I don't, did he headline the Derek Lewis one too or no? Dawkins did, yes. He was knocked out. So back-to-back headliners after I watched him fight uh, at CFFC 77 live. And I was just like, in, uh, in AC, it was like what? Uh, August 2019, I think. Um, Nicholas Mota, main event, put the fucking some dude to sleep. I was there for that. Dude was on a stretcher for like 15 minutes. <laughs> The, the Cesar Bomaceda family was, uh, they were not, Shout out to them. they were not happy. <laughs> they were very distraught. Um, and I just remember, you know, it was, a, it was like one of the worst, stop, it was such a bad stoppage, such a bad stoppage, like truly one of the worst ones ever. And everybody there was like, you know, obviously rooting for Danny because he's from Township. And he, uh, he like grew up with my brother and my sister. So uh, I, I don't know him that well, but he knows me. So I wanted to see him get the W, but, um, he got kicked in the head, and then he was wobble, wobble city from there. But then the ref just broke it up it was, or stopped it. It was, it was the craziest thing ever. But anyway, to see Dawkins, uh, you know, hear from 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 that, it was not long ago. Um, and he wasn't even the main event either. It was the craziest part. Uh, it's crazy, honestly. So I could see him winning. I I, tr- I truly can. Like, you know, trusting Curtis Blades at what, minus five or 400? Five. Uh, yeah. Fuck, man. You know, I think I'd stay away. I think maybe the fight, you know, like under one and a half or some shit, if you want to like. Inside the distance for Curtis Blades is like minus 140. That's probably what I would bet now that I look at it. Like, yeah. I, I told you, you just convinced me very easily because I hate betting points, like for especially the five round. Like, the last time I did this was the Strickland fight when he so Manson, and it's awful. Like, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I hate it, but there's certain guys like that you can trust it. I like after, I, that's why when I watched the Chris, I think we both. Or at least I did. I took Chris Dawkins last time. I think you took Derek Lewis. But I felt so... It was one of those fights, like even the uh, Mr. Finland fight this weekend. You feel so stupid afterwards where you're like, of course. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. of course. Like, what was I missing there? Like, I was just, like, <laughs> I was hoping for something as opposed to just looking at it, like, rationally. And, like, like you just said, like, Blaze is just going to take him down more than likely. I just wonder, it, like, can, will we, is it possible that we're shocked by Chris Dawkins' takedown defense? Where he's just, like bears him up and like he's just not like easily taken down he like keeps him off of him i have a tough time sitting here thinking like that that could happen on a consistent basis but like you said it's just it's very tough this was a 170 fight i would ride blades like you know like oh yeah daddy okay but i'm not i'm not doing that but i will take inside the distance i'll I'll dabble in inside the distance minus 140 um there's that how about um Um, go ahead you make your pick i'm sorry yeah, I got Blades, uh, ground and pound, second or third round or something like that. Maybe Honestly, I think I could see him finishing on the feet. I think he's quick and hits hard, and Dawkins can probably get knocked out, you know, but um, he shouldn't stay up there too crazy. Uh, so, yeah, first round, second round, ground and pound. I like it. Uh, Alexa Grasso, Joanne, don't call me Calderwood, uh, plus 200 for Mr. Mrs. Wood. I, I, don't, I don't like – this is uh, probably – I mean, I I think Alexa Grasso wins, so I would, I, I'm, I'm that's my pick, but I don't like any props or anything like that. I mean, points would probably be my bet. Yeah, it's that's pretty easy. I mean, I think Grasso and Wood most of them are like, I forget what it was. It was like nine of the last ten or some something combined. Minus one forty by decision. Um, I could, you know, I think honestly, I think Joanne Wood's kind of shot. And I think this is like a, not a not a good matchup. I think she's kind of slow and plodding more as Grasso's quick and good boxer. Um, hits. I don't think she hits too hard. Like she, you know, last her last knockout was a while ago. But I it could happen, of course. But it's like, I could see her getting a finish. I just I, I I would not you know it would have to be a wider margin for me to take. I think it's only like plus. I think her, Grasso in the, inside the distance like plus three fifty or something. It's not even worth it. I think, but. Uh, I got Grasso easily. I think I think she's a perfect parlay piece. It's kind of she doesn't have a good tag at all. Like, there's really no good lines for her, so I'm probably gonna stay away total. But um, yeah, I think she's gonna easily get this win. Yeah, it's it, it, she's a parlay piece in my mind. I, I just a minus two fifty. That's nice. Word if it stays around there, you could match it up with something else. I don't know what you match it up with. Uh, I don't really uh, maybe blades just straight up, you know, and then throw yeah. maybe something else in there. That's I don't know. Like uh, maybe we'll get there as we go through this card. I don't know what I'm really. I have some intel right though. You, wow. After the fight, after the fight, she will be announcing her new relationship. Who, Alexa Grasso? Publicly, yeah, publicly on the mic with, with Joe you, Rogan. with me. Wow! Congratulations, man. So uh, yeah, we like, got, we got I hate early. to steal or shine, but yeah, but she'll she'll get to say it still. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. to you too. Uh, Brian Barbarina <laughs> and Matt Brown. Uh, this is oh man. Uh, I mean, <laughs> oh man. This is a stay stay far away situation. If you're, if no, you're it's not. It's calling my name. It's calling my name. Well, listen, I'm not staying away. So I'm just telling you <laughs> all the smart people out there. If you like your money, stay away. But I like Matt <laughs> we Brown. do not. I like Matt Brown kind of. Yeah, I'm on the fence here. Absolutely, um, the, the biggest fence of all time, dude. I, I, it's a large. <laughs> it's a tall fence. I don't know if I could survive the fall. Um, it's Matt Brown, 41, and Parberine is like. Funny enough, he's only like 32, which is, uh, uh, you know, insane. Um, I thought he looked okay in his last fight against Darian Weeks. I know Darian Weeks isn't great, um, but he's okay. He's better than Jason Witt, and he lost Jason Witt, which is uh, kind of kind of scary. Also, I thought he might have won that fight. 
weird fight, Beth. But the third round, I don't know if you remember that. He um, dropped his mouthpiece and like mid scramble, put it back in or whatever the yes. fuck. Oh my god, he just put his mouthpiece back. He's he's they're both these are some sick. These are two sick individuals. Um, I don't know. I, I think he's I think he's honestly going to finish Matt Brown. Yeah, I think Matt Brown's pretty I, much cooked. You know, it's crazy. I thought Barbarina was like a hundred years old. Now I'm looking at it, he's thirty two years old. I know, but MMA uh, lab. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he has much left in him. No, you know, I, that, for what's definitely. Worth. I mean, but you know, how much is Matt? Matt Brown is absolutely cooked. Matt Brown's pretty fried. Uh, he got. I know he got that knock over Diego Lima, but um, I mean, yeah, that so wasn't what, you know like that 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 won't that would happen again. So uh, yeah, I I'm gonna go Barbarina. Honestly, I think he, Barbarina can get a finish too. I think he can if he puts it on him. Uh, honestly, he can get a finish. I just. You know what do we like again? Here? Let's see. We're on like a fifty-foot fence high. And, Barbarina uh, inside the distance is plus two fifty. Two four fifteen two twenty-five, two hundred. So hey, that's it. That's what I'm taking. Then 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 Barbarina inside the, the distance plus two fifty. Thank you for coming, Matt Brown. Uh, Askar Askarov. This is this should be the co-main event, which it doesn't make sense. But I'm not a hater. Whatever you want, guys want to do. I am Askar Askarov versus Kai. Don't blink, Cara France. <laughs> Terrible. Not a great nickname, but not great. He's a big time underdog, Kai Cara France, and rightfully so. Uh, what, what do you make here? I, I, there's not much to bet here again. Yeah, I think I don't trust I Askarov at, at, at that large of a number either. I think he runs through. Honestly, I could see him. I, I think Askarov's quick, man. He's, he can he hits too. Like I don't think he's great. A great has great stand up, but uh, you know, I don't think hold it's bad, him down, right? Honestly, yeah, I th- I just think he's gonna take him down and and just easily coast. I don't know if I don't know about a finish. Maybe I don't know if he's gonna get a sub. When's the last time he um? When's the last time he got a he got a finish outside the UFC? There's an ACB got a guillotine. Before that, he got a twister. So. Yeah, he's he's definitely capable of uh, of some things, but you know these are not the ACB. Yeah, Kai's um, got good defense too. Like Kai's no joke either. So it's these are not the foremen who uh, fight in ACB. Oh god, you know these aren't the welder guys. Local that, Amazon you know, workers. It's uh, it's not. It's not. Yeah, this isn't them. This isn't the local uh, gunsmith. But um. All right, all right, he, enough. Come arguably, on. <laughs> arguably beat Brandon Moreno. Uh, in his UFC debut, so honestly, he he should be getting a title shot. So uh, you know, I think he runs through Kai Carfrons easily. Yeah, give me Askarov. I don't like anything. Maybe this is another thing you throw in that Blades, uh, Grosso, Askarov. Yeah, honestly, why not? Uh, hey man, I might even throw Barbarina in there. If Barbarina though, like, why don't we like? I we might be missing something here because he's it's even money him versus Matt Brown. Now that I look at it, like, yeah, I think money line might be just a safe pick. Like clearly, because I like a clear minus one ten, boom. I think that might just be like we'll see. I I, I don't want to I don't want to put too much money on this fucking guy, but um, but uh, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, I don't trust. Yeah, I, I Matt Brown. Yeah, I, I, moving on. We can't we can't stay here. Let's, I'm just gonna, I keep going. looking at their pictures, and that's just like I don't know. But give me Barbarina though. Here, Latifi. Uh, is going to be fighting Alexio Linick. Alexio Linick getting in the octagon and fighting professionally for the 3,465th time. And if you count um, local barroom brawls, he's up to two, 255,000. So, 
<laughs> Alexio Olenek, he is a veteran. He is a grizzled vet. You can say that with the utmost confidence and sincerity. I don't like this fight at all. If if I'm telling, please, ladies and gentlemen, go get a drink, enjoy the NCAA tournament, <laughs> go do anything else but watch some of these middle fights here in, in this uh, card or bet on them. Alir Latifi's minus two ten against him. Yeah. What what that's is gross. what is that? You know, like yeah, like that's <laughs> fucking. I feel filthy while listening to this. Or if you, what are we doing? You know, like why? How is he number twenty on this uh, on the Tapology rankings? Alexi Olenek. Like he's tough though. Like that's the thing. He's forty four years old. <laughs> um, uh, this might be a fight. If he loses this fight, please take the gloves off. <laughs> he would have killed Greg Hardy though. I mean. <laughs> Right, like uh, this is a guy who know. just beat Fabricio Verdum two years ago. Like, listen, I don't know <laughs> why is he competing against Gordon Ryan in a fucking grappling. Like, the, hey man, Olenek has been in there. All right, let's. Uh, you can definitely say that for Junior Dude, Albini, he, he's been in. He has, there. he has been fighting since 1996. Yup. <laughs> don't forget how, some the, of those wins, dude. Yeah, Alexander Kuglenko. <laughs> he never fought again. At one, yeah, I wouldn't either. At one point, at one point, Alexi Olenek was, you ready for this? <laughs> he was 40, 45 and 9, and he fought a guy who was 0 and 0. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Martin Hudy. Rear naked choked him in the first round. That's a big surprise there. That guy, yeah, guy he never fought, fought again. again. I mean, they basically <laughs> just got a plumber to fight some guy who's been in there 50 times, like the boa constrictor, a fucking animal. No, let's um, not, no, let's, this is a wormhole is we cannot get involved so, in. Yeah, if you have time, which I have plenty Look of Look up, spe- uh, what's his name, John Spencer? Or <laughs> We'll be looking or for him. his next fight. Or him, or Alexi Olenek, not to be confused with Kelly Olenek. Two, uh, two dirtballs, I guess. No, um, oh Alexi Olenek is just really slow moving and just plodding. It's, very, it's like a turtle out there, if you will. Um, the problem is the turtle can fucking take your limbs from you. But he hasn't done that in a while. The last time was fucking Maurice Green, who uh, I believe, I, I think he's fixing toilets now. Uh, oh, not on. sure. Mark Hunt, you know, he, again, is he, when he got that fucking Junior Albini, the Ezekiel choke from the bottom, oh my lord. Junior Albini, I think he's, I think I saw him at oh, Publix, but on. I didn't know if he was shopping or he was just fixing the lights, but either way. Um, Junior Albini's I, fighting an AFT now, thank you very much. He just, Christ. he just knocked out, oh, oh my god, bro. Bro, he, he knocked out this guy named Davi Lucas, who's 0-14. Bro. What about yo, the fight before that? He's 0-16 now, dude. He he fought Davi. a guy who was 0-4 before that. And then he his hit a guy with a flying knee who was 13-22. and 22. Davi Lu- the Monster is his nickname, by yes. the way. And I don't think he's a monster. He's got 16 professional losses. I only he, see 15. Uh, the this one, this one's got six. He's zero and sixteen on top. They're all first round. All like a minute in. He has no wins. All of his losses, pretty much. Like he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, (laughs) seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven finishes, and they he's been finished eleven times. Ten of them by knockout. At some point, someone has to step in, right? (laughs) I just don't know who. Well, someone has not, to say, "Hey, me. man, like, yeah, like, well, ha- maybe it's me, yo, Junior. It's over. It's over, dude. It's your boy Matt, hang it up. It's it's not even Junior. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm talking to the wrong guy. Oh, Davi yeah. Lucas, Davi. <laughs> yo, Dobby. 
Let it go. It's over, dude. Okay? You and John... Wow. There we go. John Spencer, Dobby Dobby Lucas Lucas. for the Ultimate Bum Championships. Yeah. All right. Let's come on. Enough's enough. Let's keep it going. Uh, What do you got here? Uh, I'm not betting this. I'll make a pick, but I'm not betting it. I think Latifi honestly can kill him. I mean, if he hits him with a bunch of shots in a row, he could he could probably just get a standing knockout. But I don't think he has that many. Like, if he hit him with, like, 10, 15, 20 shots in the first round, I think he could do it. The problem is I don't think he has that many in him. Uh, I don't think he's thrown that many shots in fucking his last three, four fights. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, give me give me Latifi uh, finish, standing knockout. It's eventually, I don't know, third fucking second round. Yeah, I don't like any. I'm not even gonna. Uh, uh, yeah, it's either Linux submits him or Latifi knocks him out. That, that, that's what I'll say. That's all I'm giving you. Not making a pick here. You can't. You guys can't force me to do this. Fuck the UFC. Blame the UFC. All right, fans. Blame the yeah. fucking UFC. I'm not doing this. Uh, Mark DeCasey and Slava Claus. Vyacheslav Borishev. Wow. Yeah, Vyacheslav Borishev. Vyacheslav Borishev. Yeah, Slava Claus. Six and one. Huge. Uh, Huge debut. He looked awesome in the debut. That's our boy. And Casey is not he, not a slouch. I mean, he he did get uh, what I believe finished right. Yeah, he got guillotined by Rafael Alves. That was bad. That was really was bad. not a good look. But I, had I, money I like Slava Claus. Uh, I do. I just my issue with him. I think he uh, very green though. I don't. He hits hard. He his 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 offense is no joke. Um. But if you watch and if you watch any of his um, regional scene fights, there's some, um, there's some there's some some not so great things on there. Uh, he was going he was going fucking life for life or death, life or death with uh, Kenley St. Louis in Titan FC, uh, and that guy is, is like three and four. So um, four and four now. You got, got a fucking beast though. Yeah, he's scary. If I saw him on the street, I'd probably uh, not fight him. I don't think I would. I don't think I would willingly. Challenge him to combat. Just submitted think. Devin Pollock. So I know him. Yeah. Um, but no, I Borshev can hit man. <laughs> right across the street from uh, my work, <laughs> where all the crackheads hang out. All no, right. but um, <laughs> I think Borshev. I, I I could see him easily just detonating DKZ. Like I think DKZ might be done. I, I know he's only twenty nine, but um, you know that that was a really bad loss, and he didn't look in the physique fight. Um. I don't know though. If, if this goes like any longer than a half a round, I think he might be able to win. Like I don't think Borshev really has it in him to like go deep. You know, I think he's he's really gonna he's really hoping to get him out of here quick, like he did Dakota Bush. And if that doesn't happen, I think he's fucked. Honestly, uh, you know, it's a uh, typical like prospect situation where yeah, uh, it, it's it, you don't know until you know. But like if this fight, yeah, like it goes any longer than a round. He could definitely. He's in trouble, dude. A lot of times, I go with the with the young kid who should just get the knockout. But uh, I think I'm gonna bet. I think I'm gonna take DeCasey. He's plus one thirty, which you know shows that oddsmakers are a little confident in him. You know, um, I could see him getting the knockout. I wonder what he is inside the distance. I don't think he. Uh, Casey see, inside the distance, three fifty. Yeah, uh, I could see it, man. I truly, I, I don't think Borshev has a good chin. Um, I don't think he likes getting hit, and I think if it goes deep, I think he has no gas tank. I think he might be fucked. I don't think he has no. I don't. I wouldn't say he has we just no don't gas know. tank, but we just really yeah. don't know. You never know. Until I definitely. Uh, I can't say he has a good one, 
So yeah, and the way he fights, um, like you said, though, it doesn't tend to le- like lend to having a great longevity if, in fights. Like if, if the you Casey, fight like a psychopath, then yeah. If the K- K- if the Casey survives early, I think he, I think this is his. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Casey uh, third round knockout, third round finish. I wonder what he is. And let's see, I'm going Borishev, By the way, all right. Um, uh, the Casey round three plus nineteen hundred. Not bad. I like Borshev. I don't know if I, I guess inside the distance is probably your best bet, but uh, I, I'm just gonna bet the. You know, yeah, give me give me Borshev inside the distance because that's probably the best way that this is gonna happen. I don't know how he'll get it done, but I feel like uh, probably TKO if I had to guess. But I, I don't feel confident in in this bet at all. I can I can tell you that firsthand. So let's keep it keep it keep it moving. Max Griffin, Max Payne Griffin versus Neil Magny. What do you uh what do you like here? I like Neil Magny. I just I don't I don't like it by anything. I just kind of this is a parlay piece I'll throw in with the Alexa Grasso parlay. Yeah, I can see that. I'm gonna stay away. I don't I'm not too confident in Neil Magny. I, and me either. I think this is a decent matchup for Max Griffin. Um I, just, I can't trust Max Griffin much. He's thirty six. Um he's getting up there, you know, he he's fed off some bums recently. Condit's cooked. Keenan Song's not good. Uh, I know he had that win over Brian Maj, but it was a close fight at the time of the, the weird ear, um, whatever the fuck happened to his ear. Um, and before that, you know, he lost to Morono and Oliveira. I, I don't think he's great. Um, arguably lost to Imadev. Um, lost to Curtis Millinder. Uh, he's got, got a couple of rough losses on his resume. He got finished by Colby. Um, had a split loss to Chidi and Jaquani back in the day, funny enough. I shot the cheaty, cheaty, bang, bang. Um, give me Magny. Yeah, I think he's going to get a decision win. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to take Max. You know, I, I kind of like him at a plus, plus a 205. Yeah, if it was wider, maybe, but nah, I'm good. No, thanks. Carol Hosa, Sarah McMahon. Sarah McMahon's plus 170 here. Carol Hosa is minus 200, minus 225. What, uh... I, I like Hosa here, but I mean that's that's just what the odds would tell you. But I, I just Sarah McMahon. I, I mean she was winning that uh, Juliana Pena fight for the for good portions. So I mean if that's but she also lost to uh, Marion Renault. So it's like that's that's bad. It's not good. So it's like what you know it, you can go back if, if you do the MMA math. This one gets confusing. But uh, Hosa is on a little bit of a win streak here. I don't. Yeah, it's just I don't really. I don't like this either way. Give me, give me Hosa, and I, I'm not. I'm not putting it in the parlay though. No, okay. I think you could. I think Sarah McMahon. This you card think, is. You think full it's like of, a, um, It's worthy of it. I this can card trust is her. Full of full of senior citizens, and uh, Sarah McMahon is one of them. She's 41. There she is calling about her AARP card. Okay. Uh, but no, she's one of the she's one of the vets on this card for sure. Uh, Carol Hosa by. Unanimous decision is plus one sixty five. I could, uh, I don't know if I'm going to play that. I've had some really bad luck doing that. That specific bet. Um, I should. That should. I mean, I should hit here one hundred percent. Her last. Um, her, her ever since she got into the UFC, <clears> her <throat> last two, three wins. I'm sorry. Were uh, unanimous decisions. I know she had a split with Procopio, but that was her UFC debut. You know, um, Vanessa Mello, Jocelyn Edwards, Betchko Hey, they're all better. than than uh than her i don't know if any of them are better than sarah mcmahon but sarah mcmahon's definitely on the downswing so i think just easy work standing up to go to the ground um yeah give me uh hosa 
Give me Hall says, well, uh, and I might might now that you convince me to throw it in the parlay, I'm still considering. Uh, Dana Bacaral versus uh, Chris Gutierrez. This is a nice, nice fight. I don't know if I can pick against Dana. He continues to cook me every time I uh, bet against him. Uh, I don't know why I've done it in the past because Mr. Not Vidad and uh, Brandon Davis are not, and, and Guido Canetti I did not bet against yeah. him when he was yeah. him fighting Guido Canetti. But what do you like here? I, it's this is a good fight. I love Chris Gutierrez normally, but uh, it's just this is a tough matchup for him. Yeah, I wonder what the odds are. It's probably the same as every fight of this being a draw. Minus, oh, plus, yeah, that's true. Plus 6,600. Let's see if that's what it is. You want to bet the draw here? Yeah, I think I'm going to do it. Wow. Give me a draw. I'm going to bet a draw. That's my pick. Official right, that, pick that's your draw. wild pick. That's a wild fucking pick of the night, dude. Um, um, <laughs> hold on. Let me, let, me, let me come back to earth, maybe. Uh, that's interesting. I, th- no, I think, I think um, man, Bakari, 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 he's tough. He's really tough, and so is Chris Gutierrez. I just, um, I like them both a lot. Um, fuck. Yeah. Oh man, I'm. I'm picking Dana. I'm, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the underdog. I'm just gonna go with the underdog, and uh, my pick is Chris Gutierrez plus one fifteen. I think the light kicks are gonna be a factor. They always are, and uh, it, it's it's got to be a factor somehow here. So um, yeah, there we go. I like it. Uh, so now, Mister Mister Kebab versus plus sixty six hundred draw though. Don't 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 be um, don't be fooled. I will put ten dollars on that. Dennis Tulian Tulian. This is fuck these names, dude. I'm not gonna bother anymore. There's a Russian gentleman fighting a fucking say his name. Ali Alish Kebab Alish Kab Kazarev. Oh, the last name was the easiest part. Ali Kazab. Kizriev against Dennis Tilulin. Kizriev. All right, not that bad. All right, give me... Uh, okay. You did okay. Alish Cobb, give me the uh, the Black Wolf. Great nickname. Yeah, give me the Black Wolf uh, making his UFC debut. Uh, he's minus 1,000. So it's... <laughs> you know, it, it, let's see what... What is the uh, inside the distance or anything like that, if there's anything like to be... Minus 400, I think. Minus 300 on some of these uh, submissions. Minus 125. TKO's plus two fifty. There's not really much money to be made here. This is a uh, keep it moving, go get a drink. Double during. chance, double chance, double chance is probably what what I would what I would recommend here because if if you see it, it's he's back and forth between he's got five K uh, TKO's and three submissions, so it's like kind of you don't know. So maybe he's due for a submission here. Yeah, I like so I like Kizriev. Yeah, uh, he seems like he's legit. The problem is he has been beaten up on some. Um, some infantry men, I think. I think, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they're all in the service. But his best win is Rusamar Paharis, who's like 112 years old. Um, he was actually supposed to fight Kyle Dawkins. That would have been that would have been pretty crazy. And he was supposed to fight, um, oh man, one of the one of the hardest names, first names I've seen in a while. This guy's getting finished. 100. percent You think Kisriev's getting finished? No, Dennis. Dennis. Dennis is getting uh, finished. The, yeah, he probably should get. Get finished. The problem here is Dennis. I've seen some highlights. He fucking hits hard, man. He he, he hits hard. He's not very great. Um, he he's been submitted uh, a couple times by. <laughs> nah. Oh my god! Ready, Mubaroshko, Mubaroshkoev. <laughs> yeah, see that? Fuck that. What about what about Mister Roman? <laughs> Roman Ulog Ulogchinsky or something? 
Ogolchansky. Ogl- yeah. Come on. No, he won by illegal strikes. Yeah, I can say all these names. Keep them keep coming. Ruslan Shamilov. There you go. And then Nikita Shamov. <laughs> and then Gene Patrick, who I don't know why Gene Patrick was there. <laughs> Where, was his nickname? Who is this guy? Where did he come from? Pankeka. No. All right. Let's, let's, let's focus. All right. Come on. Back, uh, back, back. <laughs> No, this Tulum dude seems like a stiff, but he, he fucking hits hard. So, like, if this dude Kizri wants to st- stay standing, I think we might have, like, a, a fucking Russian war. Here, I like Kizri uh, submission, like, minus, like, 130 or something. That's probably what my official pick would be. I think I would take him by TK just because it's a lot higher. So, sure. There you go. Mannion Faroe. This is buried on this card. But this is, this is uh, our girl. We are huge fans of Mannion on the podcast. Yep. She's fighting Jennifer Maya. This is not it's crazy that Jennifer Maya is plus three seventy five in this because she was somebody who was fighting for the title all not all that long ago, right? Yeah, and she won, arguably won the fight. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, she's trying to catch me off guard. I'm just thinking like, she got smoked. Like she, she, she won she, around. She did win she around. She stole around. All she right? did. We'll no, take, she did. That's the thing. We'll like you can't hold that against we'll her. She it. did. She did. We'll take it. John Bard, Miss Wood. What you know? do you like? Do you think Manion finishes her? I mean, I don't think. I think, probably I think she not, could, but but um, yeah, it, it's probably unlikely. They both go the distance a lot. But Nanfero is getting better and better. I went back and watched um <clears throat> her fights in UAE Warriors. She fought at twelve, thirteen, and fourteen, and um, she got better each fight. The, the first one against uh, Corinne Lafromboise, who I believe I believe I've seen that name a lot. Maybe not. She might be selling to me those. I don't know. But I thought she fought regional. Regionally, uh, she got like backed up a little bit, not rocked, but got hit a little bit more and went to the third round. And then the next fight, she went to the second and she got better. Um, she wasn't backing up as much. And then the next fight, she, uh, she fought the champion, Gabriela Campo, another Argentinian fraud, but she took the belt from her and she knocked around the first. So she's getting better each fight. And then she makes her UFC debut, knocks out Victoria Leonardo, who's a bum. I mean, <laughs> she, I, you know, you breathe on her, she, she falls. Uh, she might get back up though, but she, she'll fall. And then she got a standing knockout over Tabitha Ritchie, who isn't okay. She's okay, but she's a lot smaller. I mean, they they look like they were in three different weight classes, separated by each other. Like it was it was bad. And then she beat Myra Brandon Silva. It was okay, fine. She looked okay, but she was it was a big step up in competition compared to to, to Ritchie. But she's she's gotten better each time. I think her wrestling's getting better. Honestly, she, it's not bad. I think it's pretty good. I don't know, you know, defensively, if Jennifer Maya really wanted to, I think. Grapple, I think she could take Manon Firo down and maybe dominate portions of the fight. She just doesn't do it. We haven't seen Jennifer Maya grapple ever. So that's probably, it's probably not going to happen now. Um, so I, I uh, Firo decision, decision is what the, the, what you should probably would tell you it should happen, but let's see what the odds on that are. Yeah, I got I got Manon Firo by decision until I see her like you know minus one twenty five. So yeah, before I even looked at it, that's the favorite. That's probably what's going to happen. But even I, money by unanimous decision, I think she wins every round. There easily. you go. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how Jennifer Maya wins a part of this fight, seeing as well, she, she takes doesn't incorporate her down. and she doesn't do that. So like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna basically assume that it doesn't happen. Because it, it never does. So and I don't like to do that. I don't like to assume things, especially in like a fight. But um, I, I think Furo wins the you know every every single part of this fight with her kickboxing. It's, it's just a lot better. Now, if you, well, I advise you to put this fight on mute because Manon Furo is quite loud. Ah! Yeah, if you got her in there against Chuk, that would be. Oh my god, uh, it sounds um, like porn, dude. Yeah, it would. If you watch a, if if you if you were watching it 
alone in like the other room with your family or anybody. People would get the wrong would, idea. Absolutely. They'd come in your room and be like, what's going on? Or they'd post about you on Facebook like, you know, my roommate's watching porn so loud. It's like they told me they were watching a fight, but Pizza Hut's here and there's some guy announcing it. <laughs> there's a guy announcing it and there's like, oh my God, there's like 25 people just walked in the house and they're all watching it too. What the hell's going on? Yeah. You know, so, well, it was a bad roommate situation if you uh, if you put that fight on loud, max volume. I but kinda, no, uh, I kind of like the TKO just to mess it, around it with. Happen. What about TKO decision double chance? Uh-huh. How about that? Good, uh, how about that? How about, let, let's take a look. Let's look at it. Let's take a look at it. Well, take it. Let's get in the And this lab. double chance is sponsored by Proper double 12 chance. Irish whiskey. Uh, the, the smoothest, richest taste in whiskey. And no, nah, I'm just kidding. See, that's what I could no, do. It's, it's Tell More Do is what we sponsor around here. I will be taking I, a trip We there. sponsor whoever no, gives no, us no, money. Listen, listen, Proper 12 can take a back seat. Poopy McGee's Irish whiskey could come in here, and I would <laughs> fucking tell you that it's the greatest whiskey of all time, as long as he's paying. That's, that's the most important yeah. thing. The double chance that we have here. Yeah, we got Pharrell. Minus 400. Yeah, that's minus 420 here on, on FanDuel. Blaze no up. thanks. Yeah, uh, so probably stay away. There you go. There's the official pick, but... Uh, I got a draw. Yeah, give me the inside the distance. Uh, I'll, 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 not the submission. I'll probably just take the TKO, but it's not going to happen, though, so that's the thing. It's going to be you, points. Maybe if you parlay a draw here with the Chris Gutierrez draw, I think you have some. All right, let's move on, though. David Dvorak. David Dvorak. Favorite, talk about buried on the card, man. This is buried. This is an awesome fight. This should be like the co-main or like the feature belt. Like, what the hell? Minus 130. I'm going to start this guy off. I I like David Dvorak inside the distance plus 385. Wow. Um, I, th- I think, you know, obviously there's a chance it doesn't happen. Um, I think he wins for sure. I think he wins every part of this uh, this fight. I think Nicolau definitely is tough. It's very similar to the um, Jennifer Maya fight, except... Nicolau is a more uh, worthy adversary than her, I think. Uh, you know, he has got that split over Manel Cop, but you know, Manel Cop doesn't like try for like half the fight. He just stands there. You know, he thinks he's wearing shoes. Uh, you know, like he's back in fucking uh, Ryzen, but but he's not. So uh, he's got to get adjusted to that. But uh, you know, he could have lost that fight. Uh, he looked okay against Felipe Efrain in uh, Brave CF. I went back and watched that fight. Uh, man, when he was uh, in UFC before, when he fought uh, Dustin Ortiz, that knockout was rough. I didn't, I didn't like how he looked there. Um, and I think he was knocked out in uh, in the, on the regional scene too by um, by some random dude. So I don't love his chin here, and I think David Dvorak, his style, his I think the length's going to give um, going to give Nicolau problems. Let's see what his what the reach is. I think he has. That's only a two reach advantage, but. Um, yeah, I like Dvorak's just, uh, you know, he hasn't beaten anybody. His last fight was a guy who, you know, I don't think, I don't think he's ever going to be fighting again. I actually think he delivered my package today. Uh, to yeah. Him. Juan, Juan Camilo. I got from UPS. Yeah. It might've been, it might've been him, honestly. <laughs> or my, uh, so disrespectful. <laughs> but I think honestly, only at minus one thirty, I like Dvorak straight up. I think Nikolau can, can do some things. Uh, I, th- I think his path to victory is not. Totally inconceivable, but I, I just I favor Dvorak heavily here. TKO I, I think he submissions can hurt him. plus four fifty. Wow, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, it's, it's higher odds than Nicolau finishes him. It's plus three hundred. His last win was a rear naked choke. His last win before he got in the UFC uh, against that uh, Tigabov, Tigabov, 
Tiger Puff, whatever, off was a rear naked choke. Um, he has a bunch of rear naked chokes on his on his resume. I, I could see that happen. Honestly, like, I, you know, he hurts him, you know, and he just takes his back and chokes him out. Uh, that might be that might be a sneaky play. You said plus four fifty. Let's see what yeah. it is on Bo Vada. Let's see, Dvorak by TK or submission plus three eighty five. I think that might be it. Um, all his double chances are are. Uh, I might just do all of his double chances. One of them's gonna hit right. Um, yeah, Dvorak inside the distance plus three eighty five. That's my play. Saldana, Bruno Sosa. This one is the first fight of the night. This is another one where. Hey man, if you don't tune in right away, it's all right. You you'll be okay. Uh, yeah, you'll be fine. You, the, it's not the end of your night, but it's going to be a good. It would be entertaining. Gives you something to bet. This is uh, the odds makers don't have a leaning either way. I'm betting Saldana, and I don't feel yeah. good about it at all. But it's I just not betting Bruno Sosa. I can't follow. I can't trust him. And he's I, not. I can barely trust good. Luis Saldana, but I can trust him more than I can trust Bruno Sosa. Give me Saldana. Have a couple of numbers here, but minus one hundred five to plus one hundred five is what I'm seeing here, and so anything in that range is fine by me. I like uh, I like Saldana a little bit. I think his gas tank is very just not good, and you know he's thirty one. He's been fighting for a while. It's probably not going to be good. You know the, the the lingo loss not great. No, but he beat Jordan Griffin. Um, the knockout on the Contender Series was the, you know that front kick was fuck, was fucking nice. That dude's kind of a stiff, but whatever. Uh, he has a couple losses in the regional scene, a couple finishes, uh, you know, he's finished a couple times. He has a loss to Justin Lawrence, who I thought was one of the better guys uh, on that Contender Series um, house season with um, Chiesa and them. Um, he beat James Krause, knocked him the fuck out in the first round that season. 15, he's not the ultimate fighter? Yeah. yeah. He was one of the better ones, I thought. Um, then, you know, makes his UFC debut against uh, Max Holloway, so that didn't go well. And then he got Daniel Pineda. And Andrew Natividad. I don't know if he's related to Kevin, but um, uh, yeah, give me Saldana. I think he's. I, I, I like his stand up. I like his uh, karate style, his kicking game. I don't. I don't think Bruno Sosa is very good, um, at all. But yeah, I don't really have much else to say. Even money, I think that's pretty good. Even money's fine by me. It's. I, I won't. Uh, I'm not messing with any that. props here or anything like that. But smart. So. What do we like? Uh, all right, so that, that I guess we can get in. There's a little bit of news to talk about. We can. Um, this guy's chilling yeah. right, right in the microphone right now. I am. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't me. No, I'm. Uh, I don't eat on the mic. No, give me the news. Uh, I'm, I'm news. I'm kind of behind on the news. This week's been well. This, this last two weeks have been really, really something. Uh, not the biggest news, but shout out to my boy Connor getting arrested again. Uh, congratulations. Yes, he, he went a little bit without his his name Scumbag. being in the news, so he had to. Uh, he had to almost Dave Dobrik his Tesla, uh, you know. Uh, you <laughs> see that? ten years. Yeah, jumping around in a fucking vehicle like a maniac. Uh, yeah. Who's crazier, David Do- uh, Dobrik or Conor McGregor? We'll do that next week. But um, <laughs> no, nah, I mean he gets arrested. Uh, another guy who got arrested, Jorge Masvidal, uh, jumping Cor- Colby Covington outside Poppy Steak in Miami. I was probably th- they weren't in St. Petersburg uh, hanging out with. They you. were not. No. The Nelk if they boys. Were, if they were, they would have been at Mo Boomos. Shout out to Bomo's. Shout out to This has brought out the kind of like the worst uh, element of the MMA Twitter and just the, the MMA guys in general that, you know, I don't know. Like, it, it, to, to me, it's kind of like if, if anyone else had done it, they wouldn't be making the excuses that they're making for him. Like, it's it, it, you had 25 minutes to fight the guy and, and you lost. 
and then you're and people are going to hide behind the fact that he said things about his kids, which he really didn't say anything about his kids, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, he just called him a deadbeat dad. That's more of a talking about Jorge as opposed yeah. to your kids. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't see it. I, I, you know, it makes Mazadal look nuts in my mind, but. Uh, you know, I guess it, the street shit, whatever. Yeah, he's real tough. I, I, I don't know. It just it, this shit doesn't do anything for me. It's kind of, especially when they're not hyping a fight. Like at least Connor, like throwing the dolly through the bus. It wasn't. It was a fucking the most scumbagish move in the world. But at least it hyped the fight. You know, like they didn't fight yet. It wasn't like he rolled up on him after and tried to kill him. Like I don't know. It just. It, it, yeah. it just looked nuts after you just lost a fight like that, and then you're like, oh, now like, n- n- yeah, like, he, he now we want like I don't know. It just. It, this is just the the worst part of this sport to me. Yeah, um, just, um, I don't blame I mean, him. The thing is, the like, fact I don't that bl- it happened right after the fight is really just what does it. I think that's probably what it is. It's so fresh that it's just like, dude, you why didn't you do this to cut? Like, I don't like, know. just so stupid. It, it really, you know, he's gonna eventually disintegrate and enter irrelevancy eventually. But uh, everyone's really, really, you know, doing their best to make sure John Jones uh, gets a hero's welcome when he comes back. Yeah. God damn. Uh, it, we got some Casey O'Neill, Jessica I, two seventy six. Saw that. I didn't see that. Um, I saw. You I know, I also I, I got I got to say something real quick about yeah, fucking Ali hop, hopping on uh, Habib's Twitter and like acting like yeah that that shit to me is the worst. Like it like oh uh, we need to get behind him. No, no one should take a fight against Colby and uh, you know the kids family first. Kids should not be like. I just hate I hate that shit, man. Like, what are you talking about? Like, where, where did like he obviously like talked shit and he crossed the line, like, but like he has with everyone else. But I just don't get the whole element of like he was talking about his kids. He, he like he mentioned that he had kids and he mentioned the fact that Jorge's dead. I don't know if I'm missing anything here. If he said something crazy about his kids, but then that people were bringing up Masvidal saying that he's going to end Askren's bloodline and shit like that. It's like. You guys have both, like, all of these guys say the craziest shit. They fight in a fucking cage for a living. Like, let's not act like they're, like, they're going to play patty cake and have these ultimate respect for each other. I don't know. Like, it's not like that all the time. It's different for all these fucking guys. So, you reap what you sell in my mind from Masvidal. Masvidal has said some wild shit in the past. And uh, he didn't, you know, he didn't say anything like he was going to hurt his kids or something like that. He literally just called him a deadbeat and said that he's cheated on his wife and shit like that. Like, that's the personal shit he was talking about. I don't I don't know. It just seems like they're making an excuse for a guy. when, Like, if Connor or somebody else were to do the same thing, they would say how much of a scumbag he is. Yeah. Well, Connor is a thug. Absolutely. But. Absolutely. But, like, call it what it is. Like, so is Masvidal. Yeah. Man. I think you got to put Connor and, Connor and Masvidal in there. Street fight. John Jones. The, ul- the ultimate th- uh, thug uh, brigade, dude. Where they just. Yeah. <laughs> who else? Who else is in there? Uh, we gotta have a special guest referee be Keith Peterson. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. He's not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He just likes alcohol and cigarettes. Yeah, as much as so does everybody, you know, in the world. Um, uh, for the most part, I'm not a cigarettes guy, but I do like some alcohol. Neither. Uh, so what else? You said Casey O'Neill, just guy. I did see that just got made. Yeah, uh, I don't have anything else really. Now that that's <clears> kind of I just want to talk I? about the, those two fighting at a fucking steakhouse, which is. Fucking insane to me, but actually, hold on. Let me look at. I do have something. Ryan Span. <laughs> you see, they made remade the Ryan Span uh, Kutalaba fight for May fourteenth. Oh man, that's gonna be bad. Somebody's dying. Eric <clears> Boy <throat> Anders. Um, He's fighting. There's something I have. Hold on. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. Remember Pons? They made the Pons fight. Pons and uh, Michelle Pajera, which we called for on this podcast. I like podcast. that. I like that. Pons is going to kill him. Think Sleeping. so? Um, what do we got? I want to give away. Uh, boom. Boxing and UFC crossover. Josh Warrington minus 375. In boxing, he's fighting Kiko Martinez again after he already beat him. I don't see anything changing there. Um, if you parlay him with... Let's see. What do you think? Not blades, but like Alex Grasso. That's not. That, that's that. That might be too close to the sun. Uh, uh, Grasso could be it. Let's see. Askar. Um, if you give Grasso Warrington, boom, minus one twenty nine. Lock oh, it in. I like that. Lock it in. I like that. Uh, if you want to. Last week we had a we had a boxer suffer an ill fate, um, or else our boxing UFC crossover would have hit. But Michael Conlon, the Irish fella, the Irish fraud, was winning the fight until the twelfth round. He was put to sleep outside the ring. Pretty brutal, uh, pretty brutal scene. Um, we have some one FC coming up. I know, I know what you're gonna think. I know what you're gonna say this card's gonna be nuts. Oh come on. It starts about six hours from now, okay? I believe. Wait, no, maybe, maybe, maybe later. It starts tonight. Wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. We have some timing issues, conflicts. One a.m. tonight. We have. Have you heard of, of, of this card or anything going? No, on I don't. I, I, you know me. I, I, I shut my ears off to all that. So, the main there's twenty fights, which is you know, good lord. So the main event is Angela Lee, the American woman. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's pretty. She's really good. Uh, the strawweight champion. She's fighting Stamp Fairtex, whoever the fuck that is. Um, so that's like a big deal. Co-main is Demetrius Johnson in a custom rules fight with this guy, Rod Tang Jitmon. Oh, yeah. Nan. I heard of him. You've heard of Rod Tang. I have. So, so if I'm not mistaken, it is going to go like this. The first round will be a Muay Thai rules. Second round will be MMA. Third round Muay Thai. Fourth MMA. And then I guess fifth Muay Thai? I'm not sure because there's five there's five rounds. But it's, it's interesting. It's it's definitely something. I'm, I'm down to see Demetrius Johnson do anything, but in a, in a custom rules fight with one of the best kickboxers, Muay Thai, Muay Thai guys in the world, that sounds kind of cool. I don't know about you. You can only do this in, uh, in wherever the fuck they're fighting. Like that? Yeah. They are fighting live from Singapore Indoor Stadium. Surprised Jake Paul isn't fighting Stephen Hawking's on this card. Like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here! I hate one man. Just, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have more. Adrian Marais. Adriano Marais. I'm sorry. The, the guy, guy who, who just beat right. He just beat Demetrius uh, Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Was defending his title against Yuya Wakamatsu. Pretty good fighter. Uh, he's probably gonna get slept. Shinya Aoki. Yes, Shinya Aoki is fighting none other than Yoshihira Sexyama Akiyama. In a main card fight. Yeah, those two are fighting. Mr. Edward Foliang, he fought uh, Eddie Alvarez, got knocked out. He's fighting John Wayne Parr in a Muay Thai match. Holy shit. Um, a, the lightweight heavy, the, the one lightweight belt is on the line, kickboxing. There's a bunch of kickboxing and Muay Thai championships on the line. Uh, who else is there? Renier de Ritter, grappling, and Andre Galval. I think that's like two of the top grapplers in the world. Are they so going to have a fucking it. WWE championship match in the middle of it's this, a- too? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you, dude? 
All right, listen. Nikki Holtzkin, one of the best Muay Thai kickboxers in the world, is on this card. Amir Khan, not that Amir Khan, is on oh this my card. God, I thought they were going to do an Amir Khan fight. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought there was something else. Did he pull out? Did somebody pull out? Am I missing? I or wouldn't know. Else? Yeah. All right. I think that might be it. Thank God. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a fucking nuts card. This seems like, um, what's it called? One F, one X. It's going to be nuts. You have to, you have to, there's 11 MMA bouts, three kickboxing bouts, two grappling bouts, three Muay Thai bouts. Starting at 1 a.m. tonight, if you're not doing anything, tune the fuck in. I know you'll be tuned in. Yeah, I'll be watching uh, reruns of Church on, on TV, <laughs> on the Church channel. Joel Osteen will Joel be on Osteen, my... Uh... Yeah. I'll watch fucking Joel Osteen preach again, dude. Come on. All right. And Come on. you got to be tuned in with me. Demetrius Johnson's coming for blood. I actually will watch that, but I don't, I'm not watching the rest of this garbage. This has been the Shoulder Strikes MMA podcast. Thank you for joining us, as always. Uh, enjoy the card this weekend. In Carbolet last week, it was awesome. We will ha- be back next week to talk about, uh, you, I believe, UFC. What? Are we Are we uh, on a uh, is a fucking 273 uh, weekend? Or is it Come we up. have to... I think there's a, a break. Yeah, there is a break. There's a week, so, yeah, the so next week we will not have a card to talk about, but we will be back to break everything down, and uh, we'll have... We'll talk about a lot of things. Our, se- our, sex, our sex life... No, we won't talk about No, we will not. Um, we will break, probably... Um, <laughs> hold off on the ranking so we might do an event from the past or something like that to give us some shit to talk about something in, fun in the back end of the podcast but we will be back again next week ladies and gentlemen uh do you have any uh parting words for the people yes anybody that is traveling or that is going anywhere or is doing any kind of any kind of if you'd like to divulge in fun drugs which i'm not going to judge you please do not for a little bit be careful there's a lot of uh drug related deaths uh, going along, going around, honestly, in a lot of places, especially um, people that are traveling. Uh, my kitchen manager's brother just randomly died after getting just a bad batch of stuff, just a little bit. Everybody, be careful! It's going around like fucking crazy. It seems like everywhere. Um, be careful! There you go. Wow, I did not think he was going to get serious there, but there you go. I, got, I had to get deep. I had to get. I, I, like I want to. I want to no. tell everybody: that's, be safe. That's good. That's be what, safe. That's what you're supposed to do, man. That's that's what a good podcast host does, and. There Thank you all for joining us. Uh, enjoy the tournament, the fights, everything. I know none of you watch sports, but good luck. Rock Chalk, hey, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, big game tonight against Providence. And we are not both. we are not going down. We are the last one seed. Let's fucking do this. Before we get out of here, Kenny, we got Kenny Cockrell's fight this Shout weekend. Shout out Kenny Cockrell. Maverick MMA. We got uh, Jay Ariza also fighting. Uh, he's another assets guy. Uh, I like on, that on the name. Maverick card. It's gonna champ, brother. Calling champ, baby. Uh, g- good luck, everyone, this weekend. I'll be up there. I'll, I'll be. I'll be in Split Rock, ready to watch the boys Split go go to Rock. Rock. It's gonna be incredible. Uh, good luck, everyone. Warcock.